0: Okay. Hello, my beautiful listeners. This is Angelica, and this is Midlife Midwife, the place where we listen to each other's stories and refine ourselves. Today, I'm with Carolyn Power, love that name. And she is from Canada, she's a multi-time entrepreneur and she has had a pet business that transferred pets from all around the world. So I love to make you know better And uh, yes, so, Caroline, where is your way of podcasting going to be right now?
1: I'm launching a new podcast program very soon. It's going to be called Silver Tsunami, The Next Phase, which is ageism in the workforce people who are coming into retirement or have been retired for a while. Not everybody knows what they want to do when they retire. There are many, many people that don't have an idea of what they would like to do or how to find the ideas. Mm -hmm. I will give them the tools that they will be able to do this and find the next phase of their life. So...
0: Where are the tools that you get
1: to help them? Where did you get those tools? Okay, Uh, I became a a life coach and I'm going to be uh, using tools that other people in the field have. I will have interviews from educators and experts in this field. Also the storytellers, the people who have made the journey to try and build up the confidence of the people who don't have any idea of what they'd like to do. They can see how successful people have been in going from zero to a thousand and all the steps that it takes to get there and sharing these stories and how we learn from all of humanity in various places and countries and lifestyles will give people the energy, the confidence and the knowledge to find their goals?
0: Well, so I'm a baby boomer Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: I live in Germany. When Mm -hmm. my parents got into uh, old uh, age and when they stopped working, they were 60 and 63 because they um, joined um, they went out of work for us at once which I think is really lovely if a couple can do that together mm-hmm. but today we leave workforce around about 67 in Germany so how's that age
1: in Canada, where you come from? The statistics are slightly different. Um, the age frame can for retirement can be as early as 65, and any time up to government ages is 70. So there's a broad scope. But people who retire early at 55 have a forecasted lifespan work-wise at least until their 80s. Mm-hmm. So people need to understand that just because the, the gems that you have learned through every job that you've had in your lifetime, you don't leave them at the last job and say, well, I can't do anything anymore. I'm retired. You didn't forget the skills that you have learned or the knowledge you have obtained. It is still yours within you. You just have to understand how you can use it. And what your best goals in areas that you would like to work in and work toward those goals.
0: I mean, I'm something different than my parents would have loved me to do. I have a really crooked um, journey through adult life. I studied agriculture, worked for McDonald's for a few years, uh, was packaging parcels during uh, studying, doing um, things in the restaurant. And uh, today I'm working as um, property manager. So for me, everything fits together because it's me, the person that, that you're talking with. And every profession has her things that add to. So you want to make people see where they did add to the life experience,
1: am I right? Correct. To take the, to take the education that they gained uh, from their businesses, if they were self-employed, or from their employers when they sent them on courses and, and they got promotions all the gems that they had learned and taken away with them when they left each job because they went forward in their life to be able to have better and more experience and better education. All these skills are still there. They just need to find out what direction they can use them in and what direction they would like to see in the next phase of their life, They where they want to be the happiest in the years they have left to be at work. Some will, will start businesses. Some will start doing collection of uh, antiques maybe. It, it doesn't have to be a business in a standard structure. It's whatever makes them happy. And if they're looking for money or maybe it's just volunteerism, it doesn't matter. It's whatever the goals are that people are seeking.
0: So you want to help them to live a fulfilled life. Correct. And old age is no reason not to be fulfilled.
1: Correct. One of the stats that came out this week in Canada was the age 120 is the new 80. That blew my mind. 120? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> We have a long time yet. We're not going anywhere anytime soon.
0: <laughs> oh, I always thought I would be 25, having a big party at that day, and then just go down on my couch and blur out. <laughs> go go by then. So uh, if your government says 120 is the new 80, sounds like reasonable dream for me
1: (laughs) i'll agree to that i i i was listening to a radio podcast uh recently they and the oldest person in the world passed away in the past week and they were
0: 116 Hmm. sounds like sounds like uh that's quite young Mm. We are young, so we sure uh, are. so uh, let's call it a later spring, right? Yes. So you are trying to work with people that are over the midlife crisis, but it, I suppose uh, for some people it really is a new crisis when they get out of the workforce
1: in many forms because they've lost their income. To some degree, they lose their confidence because it's the way we have been brought up over the years saying, well, when you reach 65 or 60, you'll retire and you'll go look after the grandchildren or go play cards with the boys and you don't work, you do whatever makes you happy. Well, the world is changing and now faster than ever. So people who are retired are looking at the possibility maybe I won't have enough money to live a long life. What And that's one, one of, of several reasons why people want to go back to work. But the work is a very broad broader scope than it ever used to be because we have to get creative and inventive about the type of jobs or businesses we would like to start and how that fits into the present day business world, because it's changing. Not only because of COVID, but because world is getting faster and, and politics and different countries wanting different things that they never used to. These are all playing into the mosaic of the world. Do you see some
0: influence of this COVID uh, virus?
1: In, in my area, yes, now we've been very fortunate we haven't had large numbers, but it's because our government has taken the appropriate protection to keep us safe and people have listened. That's the big key, we have listened. But still, it's a mindset.
0: Yes,
1: it is, is it mindset is, I, no matter what the numbers say, am I gonna be next? Will I be living in a year from now? or five years from now? Am I going to be able to survive and participate in the community again, in a business format, if that's what I want to do? the, The future is so uncertain in some ways, but if we don't plan our life, whether it's personal or professional, then we will become a person who has no guiding light in going forward in their future and lack of confidence comes from that as each day goes by that you we don't try and do something to take the next step toward our future and people say well we can't do anything because of COVID well yes and no you can plan maybe you can become part of the solution of COVID in your community maybe you can help volunteer heaven knows There are many places and organizations that need help, Uh, but maybe you're concerned if you walked outside the door, you might catch it. So these things have to be weighed, um, pros and cons, but that doesn't mean you can't plan for the future because no matter what that future looks like, you will be a part of it probably Mm -hmm. for the most part. So you need to know what you want to do when the world comes back to a stable level may not be what is before, I'm sure it won't be, but something that we can live with and get back the economy and get back our health and get back our education. And yes, children are the next phase of of our life that they will hopefully take care of us and what have you, but they need to be guided too. And seniors who have been in the workforce can give them guidance and they, I believe, can work as a team, younger and older. And then as they become older and we fade away, then they will take the mentorship of the younger ones. So, so this is all a good format, in, in, in my humble opinion, uh, because I have ideas about this for the business world. But everything in life whether it's personal or professional, has a system. We just have to find the system that works for us. And there is one, I promise you that. But you have to look and you have to be aware and you have to do the research. It doesn't just land in your lap. There is something
0: um, that has changed in my communities during the last years, I think. Uh, My mom told me, well, you're over 50. And so by now you should be settled. You shouldn't uh, change jobs anymore. But what I do really see right now is in my profession, there aren't enough young people around. And those young people that are around don't Fit for that work that we do. Because uh, billing is something that you have to be very um, specific about. You really have to stay in that context and you have to wrap your head around those numbers. Hmm. Because the owners of the flats or the houses want to have a real good return on the investments. But when those young people um, can't concentrate because they are used for shorter spans of uh, oh, now I'm missing the word, um, concentration. when when the the span of concentration is very short Mm -hmm. um it doesn't help it and so there are a lot of uh, business that really gone back to hire people around about 60. so my colleagues that work on billing are 59, and the other one is already retired. She is going to be 567 this year. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't want to go home because she thinks that's boring. Yes. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, uh, the younger people really need them because they are calmer probably. They they have more experience how to do things, and lack of experience is something that leads to mistakes, and mistakes are very good in finding the new path, sure. But if you don't have somebody that knows how to do it, and that can be a role model, that, uh, that is what you want people to, yes. to find out, that they can be their own role models. Uh, society is thinking, is, I think, is going down somewhat. So you want to fill that gap, is what I'm yes. hearing.
1: And, and business may have to... Come up with slightly different ways of doing things depending upon the generation they want to encourage into their work world. Like computerized data entry is great, but it is also very boring. And people with millennial, like as an example, um, they may have to either come up with a, a computer. Um, resolution that will give them something extra to do as part of that. But for a five or 10 minute break, they, they go on a different part of the program. They fill in whatever information. It changes their mindset. It gives a boost to the mind or they could give them a 15 minute break, but you don't want to do that necessarily, but that you could give them a slightly different path but bring them, it's a loop, comes back into the data entry, for lack of a better word, and then they can continue. That the way we would do it is you just do it and keep doing it. But the attention span, we're used to, we've been doing it for a long time. But to get people worked up to that attention span, they may have to take a slightly different route to get there.
0: So, what I find really interesting is that there are um, groups that search for seniors to put them into developing countries because they say the the expertise you have is what we really want here, what we really need. You can educate people Yes, you can send people to Europe or uh, America to the U.S. or Canada to um, let them learn but on the other hand that's a a chosen few. Yes? Mm -hmm. So if you get a senior to come to maybe Ghana or whatever, and let them do their job on the space you need them, Mm -hmm. the multiplication of that knowledge will happen a lot faster. I mean, it's not seniors with uh, doctors, but it could be a carpenter, or it could be somebody who does uh, your um, the water uh, pipes, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So it's really about skill transfer uh, from one country to the other, and. Uh, what do you think about things like that?
1: I think it's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Because if you take an as, as an example, Doctors Without Borders, yes. they go into countries, right? They help the people there. They train the staff. The staff learns from them. So why can't we do that with other skills like carpenters, electricians, build a network? hmm And they become the teachers. They teach the people in their country. The country can turn, people can, as they grow up, they can teach their own people, no matter what the skill is, no matter what the story is. It would be awesome if we could convince the corporate world, no matter where they were, that this was part of their program in order to, make that country a better place. So they would say, let's say Xerox. Uh, So they have printers and computers. Then they work with the teachers in the country, depending on how poor the country is, um, to train the people there so they can turn around and educate their children. Awesome. I mean, uh,
0: the other part of it is in our society, people always think adventures are just for young people.
1: And I think that's bullshit. I agree. But then it goes back, stop and think a minute, Angela. that as we reach a certain age in our life, governments around the world, have always said, well, this is what we've always done at 60. You will retire and you will stay home and look after the grandchildren. Like I said, it's a mindset. We have to change the corporate and government world mindset. That's the upside. The downside is we have to change our communities. And that's going to be a long journey of many lifetimes But I I firmly believe it needs to happen because humans are our own unique uh, skill in in a box, for lack of a better word. Whatever the creator has given us as gifts to use in our life is what we have. And one of my philosophies is life is a honeycomb. When we are born, we have all little combs. By the time we are ready to leave this earth, all those cones inside are broken down and with connections to other people like yourself. And the, then it becomes one big strong comb of information and energy and knowledge. And that connects to another one.
0: Well, I really do love bees. Probably that's why I found myself writing. being instead of being shortly. uh, The hive mentality probably uh, is something that uh, could help a lot, yes, because every single uh, specimen there has its job and it's changing by age. Mm -hmm. So, um, I really think that is wonderful, and if you want to start something new, you have to start with whom? I suppose this is us, very young people, (laughs) that are uh, going over the old ways of life is there anything that you want to add for let's say your 35 old self what would you tell yourself
1: i would ask myself if i was happy where i was in my life If the answer was yes, then that's no problem. If the answer is no, I would say, what do you want to do? And I would picture an hourglass and I would put all the skills that I had at that point in the top. And then I would see what came out for ideas and jobs or my own business. And then I would look at those. And actually I, mention that because I sort of did that but I wasn't 35 I was older I was 40. But I, I went through a program that somebody had told me about and one I was supposed to be a teacher the other I was supposed to be a writer. I, it gave me five things I can't remember what the other two were and I thought to myself well I'm not a teacher because I picked my, pictured myself in front of a classroom of 20 people and that was not me. But looking back on my life, yes, I am a teacher and I am a communicator, but it's one-on-one and that's the way, but it took me a few years to figure that one out. Once I did, then I, with the knowledge I had in different fields, I started communicating to people in my community and and one thing that was a result of that was I started my own community television health program and I invited the experts in the medical field to my program to offer any information to the people of Nova Scotia at that time uh, of any medical issues that they felt they needed to know and be aware of uh, in procedures or diseases and whatever. And I I did the whole show. I did the research. I did the hosting. I did the um, technical over time. And I really enjoyed it but that wasn't meant to last forever. So then I had to take in those skills and use them in other ways.
0: So this process is really what you want to encourage your silver heritage, people that are around you and you want to get this into the silver tsunami. So I really want to encourage everybody to wait for Caroline's uh, opening uh, podcast, and I will enjoy it myself. So I think we probably might repeat this conversation in a later stage, and. I'm very, very, yes, I want to know what's going on with your podcast. So bye-bye for now. I hope our listeners enjoyed it as much as I did. And
1: see you soon.
0: Thank you for the opportunity.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. See you soon.